What's up? It's The Rant. My name is Jeff Rackliff, and it is Thursday, September 3rd. Oh, man. It's the final countdown. Definitely the final countdown. Two more podcasts. That's all I'm doing on Fantasy Football Draft today, tomorrow. That's it. Got some drafts this weekend. Got Labor Day. Football is in the air. We are seven freaking days away from the start of the season. Oh, I love that. I love that right there. I don't love Leonard Fournette to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we are going to talk about that on the podcast today, along with a bunch of other news notes to get to from around the NFL. So all of that is coming up in just a few minutes. But before we get to that, I got to tell you about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than all the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there's no salary caps, and you don't have to play against the Sharks, which means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. Monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, W, and eSports. Of course, football as well. Monkeyknifefight.com has it all, and you know what else? MonkeyKnifeFight.com has a free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R-A-N-T, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50 with a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com. You can be pretty certain you know what you're getting into when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. That's a great way to help us out here on this podcast as we continue to grow. I mean, the growth has been pretty awesome. I got to say that. You know, shout out to the hardcores. Like, if you're just picking this podcast up right now, like, welcome. Welcome to the team, baby. The hardcores, though, the Rat Packers, you guys are coming out in full force all across the board here and listening to every stinking second of this podcast, and I love it. So thank you. The growth has been awesome, but this is only the beginning. So as I said, Lenny, Lenny landed. Oh, Lenny landed. And Lenny landed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So all of those Ronald Jones supporters, all of those Keyshawn Vaughn supporters, yes, that includes me. Well, uh, yeah, Uh, I I don't think that's going to be something for the long haul here. And, And there's a lot to unpack. I mean, first and foremost, it's a $2 million deal. So, all right. One-year deal, $2 million. I thought it was going to be 2.5. I was a little off. I'm sure he would have appreciated that extra 500000 But this is a prove-it deal. This is a team that is in a Super Bowl window. So this is a team that has the luxury of bringing a guy like this in. I mean, it makes a lot of sense on that front, right? Uh, when you look at the existing depth chart. Now, Bruce Arians came out today and said, Ronald Jones is still our guy. I don't believe it. And... I have, you know, there's a history here with Bruce Arians. Now, I I will say, I was wrong for not believing Bruce Arians with Chris Godwin. Okay, you heard it. I said it. I was wrong. All right? Let's get that out of the way. But are we going to believe Bruce Arians, given his track record? This is a guy who said in 2015, Chris Johnson is our guy. And it ended up being ultimately David Johnson over the long haul. This is a guy who tried to get us to believe that Adrian Peterson was his guy. This was a guy who tried to get us to believe 
that Peyton Barber was his guy. And I'm not even really saying he's trying to get us to believe, but this is what he said publicly. He said we were going to build around Peyton Barber. Come on. <laughs> Peyton Barber? Are we serious? Peyton Barber. So now we have this. He also one, at one point said he was going to give David Johnson 30 touches a game, which sounds awesome, but then when you think about it, 480 touches in a season, never going to happen. Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> Not going to do that in today's NFL. So I, I'll, I'll believe that only as far as I can throw it. And really, when you look at what the team has done, the moves tell a lot more than the uh, the lip service, the interviews. This is a team that struggled at running back last year. They had Ronald Jones, sure, upside coming out of USC, but you know, and and up and down last year. But they still forced the issue with Peyton Barber. And Peyton Barber, hey man, shout out to Peyton Barber for having a good career so far. Like decent, like he's carved out a few years in the NFL, which is not an easy thing to do. But for fantasy purposes, we know he's he's a, a just a guy. And really for football purposes, yeah, he's the same thing. He's just a guy. You're not going to build around him. So what do they do this year? With Barber out of the mix, they draft a running back on day two, which is nothing to sneeze at. And they bring in a veteran in LaShawn McCoy. You tell me you're really confident in what you have in-house? They drafted two running backs, mind you, because they drafted day three running back too. You tell me you're really confident you with what you have in house. Then to just show how confident they are in Ronald Jones, as soon as Leonard Fournette is available, basically as soon as he hits waiver or he hits free agency because he cleared waivers, boom, sign him. I mean that didn't happen. That didn't take long at all. Honestly, I tried to wait as long as I could to record the podcast yesterday, and I think he probably ended up signing about three hours after I. Uh, finish the pod. So, not long at all. Not long at all after he cleared waivers. So, there we go. He's there. He is the best running back on that team now in early downs. He struggles in passing down situations. The Jaguars obviously didn't like him there. There's a lot to that, but they didn't like him there. They just had to use him. And actually, uh, I had a a great interview earlier today on my SiriusXM show with um, Adam Kaplan. And Adam said, hey, a lot of people forget this, but the Jaguars actually wanted to use Benny Cunningham in passing downs last year. Remember that? That was like very, very, and then Benny Cunningham got hurt. So they didn't even want to really use him. And yeah, he he really struggled in pass pro. McCoy, for what it's worth, McCoy is not the player he was early in his career, but McCoy can hold his own in pass pro still, and you need that for Tom Brady. So I, I think they are going to, you know, where they say they're going to still use McCoy, I do believe that part. Where they say Ronald Jones is our guy, I don't believe that part. Is Ronald Jones our guy in week one? Yeah, probably. I think it's going to be, it's it's a, it's a an uphill battle for Fournette to get the playbook completely done by then. Maybe week two, sure. But eventually Fournette is going to blow right by him. Now that creates a little bit of a challenge for fantasy purposes. Now Fournette comes in in my projections initially at 34 uh, so and now I'm ranking him in the exact same spot. I'm not going to overthink this one. So he's a back end RB three, which essentially puts him as about an, a seventh or eighth round value on my board. So he's like a late seventh. He's not going to go in the late seventh. He's going to go in the fifth or sixth round. Probably sixth round. I think sixth round makes sense because fifth round you're still seeing Le'Veon Bell like slide back there. So sixth round, uh, if you have a draft this weekend in a twelve teamer, 
That's where he's going to go. He's a little bit too high for where I want to draft him. Would I draft him? Probably not because he's going in the same range as Cam Akers. He's going in the same range as, as DeAndre Swift. And man, oh man, Spidey senses are tingling with DeAndre Swift in Detroit uh, and on Johnson uh, in a negative way for Johnson and a very positive way for Swift. I'm trying to get as many pieces of him as I can right now. But uh, regardless, I'd rather take those guys than Fournette. I don't think Fournette is going to be a true three-down guy. I mean, he's guy. He could you know could he score ten touchdowns this year? Sure, it's within the realm of possibility. My initial projection has him at five, though. So I, I mean, I'm a little reluctant to go that far. I have him at a buck sixty-six in terms of rushing attempts, six eighty-four and five touchdowns. I have Ron Jones at one thirty-one, five forty-one, and four touchdowns. Uh I don't know if there's enough there to get really excited. Now, there is enough there, though, if you've already drafted. Like, you're not screwed if you have Leonard Fournette, okay? I know some people are like, oh, no, it's not bad. In fact, it's not. I I like it if you have him already. I'm just not going to go out of my way to get him now. You definitely lost on your investment, at least in the short term, but this is a good team. Offensively should be really potent. And, uh, you know, should really get after it. And and there's a lot of points to be had. Uh, anybody who tells you Tom Tom Brady's arm is shot doesn't know what they're talking about. So, yeah, by the way. So, <laughs> they're, they're going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. So, yeah, Keyshawn Vaughn is undraftable. Uh, by the way, if you're like, hey, should I drop Keyshawn Vaughn for and fill in the blank? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my answer. You don't even have to tweet me. My answer is yes. I don't care who it is. Should I drop Keyshawn Vaughn for Brian Edwards? Yes. Should I drop Keyshawn Vaughn for? It doesn't even matter. Yes. The answer is yes. Keyshawn Vaughn is not ownable anymore. They're not going to keep all these guys. I I honestly think Dari has to to be the odd man out here. I don't even know if they keep four. And if they don't keep four, that means Vaughn is going to be practice squad material. Because they're going to keep... I'd really be surprised if they don't keep McCoy... Obviously, they're keeping Ronald Jones, and obviously, they're keeping Fournette. So, that's where we are. Uh, Doug Marone continuing to talk up Divine Zigbo there in Jacksonville. I think that Raquel Armstead is ultimately going to pass him, but it's not going to happen immediately. In fact, the more I look at this uh, week one, week two, every year I say just, just be patient with week one and week two. Week one and week two this year are going to be even worse because there's no preseason. And a lot of things that you see, just don't overreact to. Don't overreact if Divine Zigbo is like the clear lead back because I don't know how long that sticks. Don't overreact if Leonard Fournette doesn't get much run. Don't overreact if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Darrell Williams split the the, the workload. (laughs) Don't overreact. Don't overreact if we don't see a lot of, you know, these rookies. Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers. I think we're going to see a lot of Cam Akers. DeAndre Swift. Don't overreact because it's going to be weird. And it's probably going to be weird straight on through September. A lot of what we see in September is going to be fool's gold. It's going to be things that don't ultimately pan out in the long term. So just go in with some patience because, you know, it's really easy right now to look at the entire picture of the NFL season and just think about, well, hey, this is what it is. When we get into week one, you know, so let's say we're two weeks from today, you aren't going to be thinking about the whole picture anymore. You're going to be thinking about what happened in week one, and either your team blew the F up 
or your team did the exact opposite and blew up, just imploded. Maybe that's a way to say it. Imploded the F up. <laughs> Is that a thing? There you go. Maybe your team did that. You're going to be on one side or the other. And you know the roller coaster of emotions that fantasy football brings. Hey, man, you got to stay zen in January. And don't be just thinking about the minute, yeah, this is last week. This is the only thing that happened in my world. Think about the big picture. It's hard. It's hard to do. Uh, Josh Gordon got signed. (laughs) Ordinarily, a couple years ago, that would have been the lead right there. But, uh, yeah, there's nothing to this. The team doesn't throw the football, and Josh Gordon is pretty much shot. And and if you were wondering at how prioritized he is, he got a one-year, one million dollar deal. So that's pretty, you know, it's pretty close to minimum. Pretty close to minimum, right there. He's not going to be a factor. He's a name. It's a sexy name, but not anymore. Not anymore. He may be facing suspensions too. We'll see. But he did at least get re-signed by Seattle. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just don't 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 worry about that. A couple other quick notes. Damian Harris could miss week one. He had surgery on his pinky. It's not a serious thing, but it's enough at a position where, you know, some positions you could probably get away with playing. You know, cast that thing up and play. Not at running back. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, also, we're keeping a close eye on some of the depth chart movement. It looks like Justin Jefferson could open the season as number three. That's noteworthy in Minnesota just because they do use so much 12 personnel that the third wideout doesn't play a ton compared to some of the other offenses in the NFL. So if you drafted him late, be aware of that. I think ultimately he will blow by BC Johnson, but at least initially that's where we are. It just means it's better things for for Adam Thielen, if anything. Uh, it looks like Van Jefferson may be the number three. Holy crap. Talk about my evaluation on him just being completely off, I guess, because they love him. The Rams absolutely love him. They highlighted him on Hard Knocks this week. The Rams love him, and it sounds like he could have just blown right by uh, Josh Reynolds on that depth chart. So there may be some late round, you know, if you're in deeper leagues, late round appeal to Van Jefferson. Surprising, didn't have a great, you know, didn't have an impressive college career from a statistical standpoint, but hey, man, uh, the Rams know what they're looking for, and they think they found it in Van Jefferson. Also, sounds like more people are coming around to this idea that Tyler Higby is going to be used a ton. Remember, I have cited an anonymous source that I talked to at the Combine, and I basically got this info, like, you know, whatever, February, so however many months ago that was, six months ago. But now it sounds like people are kind of finally on board. Now, the the crappy part about that is his ADP never got low enough where I was able to get a lot of shares of him. So I don't, I'm not overloaded on him, but I to, I totally expect him to just hit the ground running, you know, pick up right where he left off. Uh, Dwayne Haskins officially the week one starter for Washington against the Eagles. In, in other news, uh, yeah, stream the Eagles defense if if they weren't drafted, they were drafted probably in most leagues. But yeah, they're a great streamer in week one. Uh, Terod Taylor will be the starter for the Chargers in week one against the Bengals. Stream the Chargers defense. Uh, hey, uh, people ask like the method to the madness. Usually it's really simple. Play your defenses against quarterbacks who are questionable. I love Joe Burrow, but it's his first start, so why not? Uh, and then, of course, Dwayne Haskins. Yes, please, I'm going to go up against him. We'll talk more streamers actually next week. A uh, couple 53-man roster projections over at ESPN that I found interesting. The Chiefs not 
projected to have DeAndre Washington on their roster from Adam Teicher. Remember, it's Williams is the backup. <laughs> so a lot of people just simply assume, hey, man, he was on the same college team as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it doesn't sound like uh, he's going to be in play there. So just in case you happen to draft him late, he is droppable. Another one, this is heartbreaking for me. Hakeem Butler, who is borderline broke back for me right now. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can quit you, Hakeem Butler. Doesn't sound like he will be. Uh, he's in the mix to make this roster. Uh, Josh Weinfuss over at ESPN, leaving him off the 53-man projection. Now, of course, it's a projection. It's not uh, 100% there, but a lot of times these guys are pretty good, pretty close. So, yeah, um, unfortunately, my dynasty shares. He'll, he'll be practice squatted at least, but my dynasty shares of him. Not looking too valuable right now. Uh, Muhammad's new release from the Patriots. He's a love to love for people for fantasy purposes. I don't really know why. Uh, and uh, one other note here, young wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, KJ Hamler, could possibly be on, be on IR to start the season. That's a shame. I hope he's not one of these guys. He's so dynamic on the field, but I hope he's not one of these guys that just can't ever stay healthy. I don't know. Could be the case. We'll see. We'll see. But... Uh, well, that means Deshaun Hamilton could very likely be the slot receiver for at least the first half of the season there. And there's not much juice there. It's, if anything, I think it's just you know slightly more targets for Judy. I, I don't think any more for uh, you know for um, Sutton. Maybe a tad more for Fant. So there you go. All right, that is that. That is the show for today. Do me a favor, head on over to ftnfantasy.com and check out everything we have to offer. Projections updated, rankings updated for all this Fournette madness. All updated, ready to roll for this weekend, for the final weekend of fantasy football drafts. And you can get 5% off by using the promo code RATPACK if you sign up now. A lot of people have signed up, man. It's pretty impressive stuff. The family is growing, the FTN Nation. Appreciate everybody reviewing the podcast. If you haven't already, huge help to me if you do so on iTunes. Just review and rate. The easiest way to rate it, actually, is to open up the podcast app on an iPhone. Just go to my podcast, scroll down to the bottom, and click the stars. Uh, if you got family members with iPhones, go grab their iPhones and click the stars. Hey, I wouldn't advocate for that. I would not advocate for that, all right? All right, but please do. Please rate it. Rate it wherever you can rate it. Rate the pod wherever you can rate it. iTunes, Spotify, bathroom walls, all good to me. All good to me. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter. Use the hashtag RadPack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. All right, tomorrow, final podcast of fantasy football draft season. I'll catch you on the flip side for that one. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.